0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. From the diamond, to the clubhouse, to the front
2: office, this is the show that feeds the passion for all Twins fans. It's inside twins inside twins is sponsored by killebrew root beer made in minnesota it's how memories are created and legends are made well good afternoon everybody welcome to inside twins from america park here in downtown detroit michigan inside twins is brought to you by killebrew root beer made in minnesota it's how memories are created and legends are made game three of this four game weekend wraparound series coming up. Twins and the Tigers. Twins winning game one. Tigers winning last night and now game three coming up about an hour from now. Welcome to our Sunday show and joining us on Inside Twins today is Twins manager Rocco Baldelli and Rocco a lot to get to needless to say on your show today. Here we are September 1 and with that roster expansion is here and you're going to have about 33 guys now on your roster.
3: Yeah, and it's a it's it's a fun day in, in baseball because you you're adding you're you're bringing guys here that have never played in the big leagues. There's a lot of movement. There's a lot happening. It also gives you a lot of different options as far as uh, what you're going to do during the game. So a lot of stuff starts flying, uh, but it is a fun time of the year, and we're going to have a lot of new guys here. Um, some guys that we've seen a bunch of, and some guys new. And we're going to try to break down
2: guy by guy if we can here over the course of your show, but some more breaking news and some of the names we learned early this morning, but one that we just found out about maybe an hour or so ago is that you're going to activate Byron Buxton.
3: Yeah, we are, and uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, Buck's doing really well. Um, It gives us a a great option uh, going forward, at the very least, to have him go out there and help us uh, defensively uh, late in the game on the bases, um, how could you have a more dynamic uh, person to add uh, in those regards than, than Byron Buxton? And he's feeling good. He's ready to go. Uh, he wants to get out there and contribute and help this team win games. I think he's, uh, he's probably tired of, of being on the sidelines, and, and this is a great way to get involved. So what he's truly
2: available to do now that he's activated in order, is it running, defense,
3: and then hitting one, two, three in that order? Yeah, I'd probably put the the hitting behind the the first two. Um, I'd probably put the first two somewhere about even, but I think he'll be be available to do that. I don't think we're going to see him in, in the near future at least. Starting, getting out there, getting you know three, four at bats, five at bats, uh, and playing the entire game. But I do think, at the very least, um, starting today, you know, we could see him out there later in the game.
2: When did he find out this was happening?
3: Uh, We discussed it uh, over the last couple of days, and um, basically today being the day that we're going to announce it. uh, You know, everybody else gets to find out, but it's something that we've we've definitely touched on, and it's it's a it's an interesting idea. It's it's something that makes sense we know we know it makes sense but it's also something that we need to make sure buck is is comfortable with and he said he he definitely is comfortable with
2: this if and when we see him get back out there defensively you know late in the ball game that one rehab game he had with cedar rapids he was the dh so he hasn't played the outfield since he hurt that shoulder in miami more than a month ago reservations about throwing him back out there without any rehab time in center
3: well, he's worked and, and gotten a lot of work in pregame. He's been out there shagging and, and moving around. And baseball is kind of interesting because you can go long periods of time and not be, really be tested um, not really have any contact either with the ground or a teammate or the wall or anything like that, um, or you could it could end up popping up. you know, in in, in the first game, you you just have no idea when it's going to happen. Um, but as far as reservations, no, we, we don't have any reservations. Bucks uh, physically um, feeling good and and ready to go, and he says, put me out there.
2: As for the other roster moves that were made today, we'll go through these names William Zastadiel, Lamont Wade, uh, pitcher Zach Littell, Bruce Dar Gratterall, uh, another speedy guy, and Ian Miller added to the roster today. Cole Stewart is back, Devin Smeltzer, and Lewis Thorpe is on the roster as well for Kyle Gibson. That one caught us by surprise this morning with Gibson going on the 10 day injury list. What's happening with him?
3: Well, again, being that we're just about to hit September 1st, um, there are some kind of unique rules where. Uh, you know, one, Thorpe would not be normally coming back until, I believe, the fifth, um, just because of when he was optioned down. Uh, because of that, um, normally we wouldn't be putting really anyone on the I.L. right now unless it was for a very, very particular reason. Um, but, at you know, combining the fact that Gibby is is a little bit worn down right now, he's been dealing with the the, the gut issue that he's been um, kind of battling the entire season one way or another, but he's kind of gone through a little bit of a rough patch with that. Um, you know, probably needs a needs to miss one start either way. By putting him on the IL, it actually allows us to recall Thorpe um, about five days earlier than we normally would. And having that that length and having that ability to cover the innings from Thorpe made a lot of sense for us. So we decided to just go ahead with it, and Gibby should be back after missing uh probably one start and and be ready to go. So
2: so as Gibson misses that start, who takes that spot in the rotation with him sidelined?
3: Well, like we normally do, we'll probably wait before committing to anything uh, right there. But the best part about that is, you know, if there's a silver lining, right now we're in a spot where we can turn to a lot of different people. And being that we're at September 1st and we have a a lot of names, both uh, guys that can give us length, guys that are going to give us one or two innings, Uh, We can turn to a a list of of people to fill those starts, whether we want to go in bulk innings or actually cover it with a bullpen day. That
2: was my next question now. Do you see the staff getting somewhat creative and not just having the the traditional five guys in September, maybe some openers, some primary pitchers, uh, some bullpen days, like you said, some piggyback situations? Do you see some creativity coming up here in
3: September? I would say we'll probably see a little more creativity than we have to this point. We've had a very stable situation with our starting rotation um, and truthfully a pretty stable situation in our, in our bullpen the entire year. Um, that being said, we haven't gotten overly creative because I don't think we've, we've had to, um, but I think we'll, we could possibly see some situations like that this month.
2: Getting back to the names that have joined the team today. Some we have seen before, others we've heard a lot about, and Bruce Dar Gratterall's name, Rocco, has been in the news now for a while. He had the shoulder injury earlier in the year. That healed and no longer starting, was a really good bullpen arm in the minor leagues, and he's going to get his chance now to pitch in some meaningful games in September. How did this come to be?
3: Yeah. Um, well, one, we know we have a guy that's a, an extremely talented guy. You know, he's he's not just a prospect anymore. He's a, he's a big leaguer starting today, and um, a guy that has a, you know just an electric arm, just has has stuff. Um, you know, that's probably better than than what you're normally going to see even when you go to a major league baseball game. So, pretty special arm that we had the opportunity to add. Uh, you don't always end up calling up those. Those really young, dynamic arms in situations like this, but this seemed like a, a great opportunity for us to to get him up, to get him out there, and you never know how September is going to kind of go about itself. He could end up, uh, you know, finding a nice role uh, in our bullpen um, and and finding a nice spot. Uh, but to start with, we're probably just going to f- try to get him out there and, and hopefully some maybe lower-leverage situations to get his feet wet and then uh, see where it goes from there.
2: You know, you you read about the young man and you see some highlights and you see the tri- triple digits with his fastball, but he's got a wipeout, strikeout slider too, right?
3: Yeah, he does. He has he has swing and miss stuff. He He has two swing and miss pitches. Um, he can attack both righties and lefties with with the same dynamic stuff and and get good results. And um, he's he's been pretty good uh, pretty good throwing strikes and and he's around the zone enough to uh, to force these guys to swing at this level. So I'm I'm excited. I, I just want, I, I'm really looking forward to just watching him throw because I think it's gonna it's gonna look pretty special to the eye.
2: Where does Ian Miller kind of fit into what you were hoping to to add to this team here in September?
3: I think he's gonna bring a lot of value in the in the basically his defense and, and, and his base running. Um, he's a guy that can play center field and, and in a situation where, uh, you know, we've had Kep running around playing a lot of center field with Buckeye. We have Cave playing some center field. Um, I think it'll allow us to uh, also allow those guys to play on the corners where, um, I don't know if they're more comfortable, but it's some, it's it's the spot where they probably played more than anywhere they have anywhere else, uh, allowing us to just Fill Miller in in certain situations uh, and let him take some of those innings maybe in the middle of the field could be helpful. And uh, if Buck is also not the one running at a given time, Miller would be a good guy to put on the bases too.
2: Final thought before we take our first break. Getting back to the roster and William Zostadio is back. When we when we saw him earlier in the year, he was part of that three-man catching rotation with Mitch and Jason. How does he fit in now primarily as a catcher or can he still bounce around or do not need that versatility with the expanded roster?
3: Well, he, he's going to have the opportunity to still bounce around. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have you know, exactly the same rotation catching-wise that we had earlier in the year, but I'm sure we'll see Astadio back there at times. Uh, today, he's going to be actually playing uh, first base for us. So he's coming right in and, and jumping right there in the lineup, and uh, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have a decent sized roster here, so we're gonna have some guys uh, you know jumping in there, starting some games, maybe not being in there for a few days. Um, try to keep everyone fresh, but also uh, keep everybody going. We'll take our first
2: break here at Inside Twins. When we come back, we'll get to a record that was set despite the loss against the Tigers on Saturday night. We'll get Rocco's thoughts on that and more to come. Inside Twins brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer continues from Detroit next on your home for Twins baseball.
1: Baseball? Summer just wouldn't sound right. The Twins Community Fund, getting more kids in the game. chips my game. Learn more at twinscommunityfund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game.
0: I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05,
1: Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council.
3: Only you can prevent wildfires.
1: Baseball's better when it's a family affair. Bring the whole family to Target Field. Enjoy a game in the Cup Family section.
3: Presented by Fox Sports North.
1: It includes a free swaggered hot dog and Pepsi. Visit twinsbaseball.com for more information.
2: Welcome back to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killer Brew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's on memories are created and legends are made. Corey Provis back with Twins manager Rocco Baldelli. We spent the first segment discussing roster expansion, and before we get to the record that was set, despite the loss last night. Thinking big picture about roster expansion. This is the final year that teams can fill the rosters in September with as many as 40. Next year goes down to 28. That will be the maximum. As it stands right now, subject to change, but it could be 28-28 moving forward. Your thoughts now in in the chair that you're in about having a game like we may see today where the Twins have 33 active and the Tigers will have probably 26.
3: Yeah, it will definitely be a different feel next year. Um, Baseball has been going in a pretty – different direction uh you know especially recently and and with all of the pitching matchups later in the game the teams that are you know competing for playoff spots playing against the teams that aren't uh you do get some different vibes in some of these games we've been seeing it for a while we've been seeing teams match up in the 4th 5th inning and doing it going forward in the September games Uh, they do get a little long at times and they don't really feel like uh, the game on on August 25th doesn't quite feel like the game on September 2nd in a lot of ways but uh, all that being said it is going to change it's probably good for the game in a lot of ways uh, the moves that are that are going to be happening going forward next year and beyond Um, I think it does make sense I think there are a lot of particulars that uh, you know baseball and the union and the players probably have to work out but you know we let them work those things out and we just play the games and Um, It'll definitely be a different feel. So we'll kind of, uh, we'll do what we have to do this year and figure out what we have to do next year. I like what you
2: said too back on the homestand that no team that's playing relevant competitive baseball in September should be short. As long as the rules kind of state that you can go that way, you don't want to be short with your roster any possible way.
3: No, and there's there's no reason to be. You know, you you have at least you know a, a guy or two or three that can that can do anything. So if you know a couple of guys get hurt, if you use a couple of guys in the course of a game. Uh, you never really end up shorthanded, and and of course there's a there's a relative spot where you know you can only have so many players on it. You know, obviously forty being the max, but you can only carry so many guys, and you know on a day-to-day basis with you know everything that goes on here in the clubhouse and BP you know you don't want it to be uh you know overly crowded in some ways but you should definitely make sure that you're covered in every way
2: moving on to something else as I hinted uh as we began this segment Uh, last night history was made despite the loss the twins have now set a single season home run record clubbing 268 home runs even before the calendar flipped to September as you left the ballpark last night and woke up today did you have a moment to think more about what you saw last night
3: you know, it kind of it kind of comes and, and it goes, and we've been talking about this uh, regularly throughout the you know the entire season because you know the pace at which these guys have been hitting home runs has been it's been incredible. It's it's it it, it almost doesn't make sense. It almost it almost you know you don't almost understand what's going on as it's happening because we're just playing a game day by day. We're going out there and and trying to win, and we're hitting home runs, and we end up talking about those home runs after the game, and then we do it again the next day. Um, I I think, you know, for me, I've never been one that's been great at uh, savoring moments and things like that. I think in the future, I really do believe that all of us that have taken part in this, and truthfully the people that have been watching it at home too, will all look at it and go, wow, that that was an absolutely incredible experience you know going through six months months and watching this team you know just just club the ball around the ballpark over and over again and not really have many letdowns just continually doing it day after day. Um, I, For me those types of appreciations come in time um, and also we're here plugging away every day trying to win last night trying to win today and and we end up focusing a lot of our attention on that too but it's been it's been a phenomenal ride and I would anticipate it uh, you know carrying on.
2: You joke with me before throughout the season when we've had this conversation that when your team is approaching some significant moment that you would like to have kind of your own PR guy right next to you to let you know, hey, what just happened is, is pretty unique and pretty cool. Did you guys know in the dugout that when Garver went deep in the ninth inning that
3: that was it, that was number 268? At the moment, no. And I haven't been on top of any of the achievements this year uh, in real time. I've, I've had no idea that it comes and it goes. Sometimes I do find out about it from somebody else in the dugout. And and after the home run last night, uh, I did hear some people saying some different things, and, and I realized that, you know, Sheltie actually said to me, you know, I, I think that was the uh, – the record right there but that's how that's how I personally usually find out about these things uh, that and uh, you know Dustin Morris after the game filling me in on all the stuff that I missed
2: could you get a sense in, in the locker room here the visiting clubhouse is down the hallway from your office down here but was there any celebratory moment amongst the players or because the game didn't go your way twins falling by three was it somewhat muted down there
3: well, I think uh, I think Rosie said a few words to the group um, in the uh, in the clubhouse, which I think is is very nice. And um, I th- I think we're going to have plenty of time to appreciate everything that we've seen and everything that we've experienced and everything those the, you know these guys in this clubhouse, everything they've done this year. We're going to have plenty of time to uh, to recognize it, appreciate it, talk about it, think about it, and uh, hopefully add to it.
2: Yeah, and that's that's the best part about this is that it's only September 1, so a lot of baseball left here this season. The saying of the baseball season, Rocco, is it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. But now that we're into September baseball, does the sprint for your team begin today?
3: Well, I guess you can consider it a sprint, but in actuality, we want to just continue doing exactly what we're doing. So in that sense, it's just probably the back end of the marathon. And I guess when you do see those marathon runners finishing the race, they're moving pretty fast. So I would, I would guess that uh, things will pick up and, and different things will happen. Like we said, these games will be played a little bit differently in September. And um, they become uh, you know pretty meaningful as you get towards the end of the season. But um, as far as consistency, uh, that's where we want to be. We want to be in a spot where we continue with our uh, preparation, we continue with our plan, we focus we go out and play and we just continue to have fun and, and do our thing because if we change everything then you know you end up in a spot where I think you don't want to be. I think you want to continue doing what you've been doing for the last six months.
2: Sounds good. Rocco thanks for your time today. We're going to let you go on the show today. We're going to come back and hear from Dustin Morris, the Twins Senior Director of Communications to learn more about the home run hit that last night by Garver and how all that came to be with the collection of the ball and what's going off to Cooperstown. So thanks for your time today on the show, and good luck here in Game 3.
3: Thanks very much, Cor. It's
2: Rocko Ball Deli. Stay tuned. More to come inside Twins next on your home for Twins Baseball.
1: Twins have mastered the art of tuning out. Jen, there's a spider in the car. We're turning your room into a home gym. See? Nothing. But some messages need to get through. Like making sure they're buckled up the whole ride, every time. Do whatever it takes to make your child listen. Jen, I friended your boyfriend. Wait, what? Buckle up,
3: sweetie. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
1: If kids don't have a field to play baseball on, they'll find somewhere else to play. Help the Twins Community Fund's Fields for Kids program build and restore fields. Learn what you can do or make a donation at twinscommunityfund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date?
2: Sure. Um, We'll probably stay together.
1: Probably? (laughs) It's been 23 minutes since I ate. (laughs) I can probably swim.
3: Uh, you should wait 30 minutes.
1: Mm, Okay, (laughs) now tell me what to do.
3: Cannonball! (laughs)
1: If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hey, Twins fans, every Wednesday at Target Field is Schwagger Dollar a Dog Day. Your chance at $1 hot dogs at Hennepin Grill and taste the Twins territory concession stands. Visit twinsbaseball.com for more information. Three, two,
3: one. Oh, no. Which Which button am I? Uh...
0: When every second counts, you can't wing it
3: guys a little help up here.
0: In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. <whistles> Prepare your family at ready.gov firedrill fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA the Ag Council and Make Safe Happen.
2: Final segment of Inside Twins brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. We're going to wrap up the Sunday show with Twins Senior Director of Communications, Dustin Morrison. Wanted to have you on the show today to kind of go back and reflect on the home run that was hit last night, Garver's home run in the ninth inning, a milestone home run that happened on the road. In your mind, that happens. That's obviously a ball you want to get. How does that communication begin?
0: Well, usually at the start of every series, we kind of talk to the, in this case, the home team on what records there might be. And this one was a well-documented record. Uh, I didn't think we'd hit six last night, so it, it snuck up on me a little bit. And then the ninth inning uh, adds to the, I guess, the 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 urgency of tracking things down at the right time. But, but yeah, when Mitch stepped up to the plate, we had kind of told the Tigers to be aware the next one was the one and and the tigers staff their their security staff ushers were great got the ball right away the fan knew what the ball was for uh decided to trade it to us for a mitch garver signed baseball and a, a matthew boyd ball so we we got the ball and it's something that twins do really well as we archive our history and clyde Depner, our curator does a great job with displaying different accomplishments both team and individual and this one was something that you know the bomber squad we want to display it properly there was actually a couple records last night that that we tracked with Jorge Polanco also becoming the eighth different Twins player to hit 20. That's the first time in Major League Baseball history that has happened. So we also got that ball, and we have these two balls that will be properly displayed in target field for many fans to see.
2: All right, so obviously some baseball milestones happened last night. Then what about Cooperstown? Tim Mead, a guy that you know very well, the new president with the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. What was the dialogue between the Hall of Fame and you and the team about artifacts that they want to have and now put on display?
0: Yeah, that's a special place, obviously Cooperstown, and Tim Mead and, and the staff out there. We kind of communicate as records are approaching on what might be the right, the right thing. Home plate's been discussed here. The Tigers. Uh, are, are obviously involved in that. But they wait a little bit to see how things play out. Uh, we we have certainly discussed last night the record, but want to see how things play out the rest of the season before we commit to what the Hall of Fame wants or what will help them uh, archive. But certainly something to recognize is 2019 Minnesota Twins. I mean, it's uh, 268 home runs, and counting before the month of September is is uh, quite a feat.
2: Did Mitch get to keep anything of his own last night?
0: You know, Mitch was pretty uh, pretty... Giving, I guess he he also donated his batting gloves and his hat. His helmet was marked. His jersey was marked. His bat was marked. Uh, so so everything was was marked last night. We're kind of deciding what Mitch wants, what he wants to donate to the Twins potentially to Cooperstown. Uh, he's just thrilled to have his name connected to it, and he, he did a great job last night recognizing the entire team. It's just not Mitch Garber. It's, it's Eddie Rosario and Nelson Cruz and the rest of the guys that have put the balls in the seat. So it's a, it's a team group thing that uh, I know Rocco Baldelli is quite proud to manage this group. Uh, any given night, you might see five, six even seven home runs in a game, so it's, it's pretty fun to watch.
2: Even though the home run before Nelson's game, tying home run that landed out there at the Shrubs in center field, did he want that ball? Did you guys want that ball back too? You
0: know, that's a great story. We, we said, yeah, we want that ball and their operations team is still out there digging in the bushes. And we didn't realize that ball, we saw it go in the bushes. We thought, that's an easy one to get. Let's get it. Well, no, there's hundreds of balls out there from batting practice and past home runs. So they have to go to the video to see where that ball exactly went into the bushes, and they were, they were spending last night finding it. I, I heard they did not find it. They were back at it this morning. So they are trying to find that exact ball to also donate it to the Twins. It's kind of a fun, a fun little uh, search that those guys are looking for that ball.
2: So they're still searching for that ball as we chat here this morning. They're trying to find that ball amongst the dozens that may be in the the shrubs out there in center.
0: I was told hundreds of balls out there. So they really have to pinpoint that exact location and we'll add it to our collection.
2: Good insight. Dustin, thanks for the time. Thank you. That's Dustin Morris. We thank him for his time today. Twins and the Tigers coming up. Game three of this four-game weekend wraparound series. It'll be Michael Pineda on the mound today for the Twins and Spencer Turnbull opposing for the Tigers. We thank you for listening. The pregame show with Chris is coming up next right here on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Rootbeer, made in Minnesota. It's how
1: memories are created and legends are made. This
0: has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. Adventure
2: awaits at the all new Dragon's Fire Aerial Act, Falconer and the Vikings Invasion Encampment. The Minnesota Renaissance Festival, weekends in Labor Day now through September 29th.
1: Discount tickets at Speedway, Cobb, Menards, Coburn's, Cashwise, and RenaissanceFest.com.
3: This is Chad Greenway of the Minnesota Vikings asking the old question Is it Duck Duck Gray Duck or Duck Duck Goose? This epic debate has brought forth the hottest, smoothest vodka in the Midwest Gray Duck Vodka. Grey Duck Vodka is different in all the ways that matter. Grey Duck is made from Minnesota corn, it's gluten-free, and is now available all throughout Twins' territory. Being from the Midwest, we have the same pride in supporting our communities, businesses, and farms as you do. That's why we distribute to places you're already gathering. The cabin, the game, your local bar, your own backyard. Grey Duck will be there. Get the duck out.
1: excuse me, Realtor? Hi, it's Karen. Oh, uh, Karen, uh, what's the house power here? The what? We use laptops, TVs, security systems, smart devices, and more all the time. We need major bandwidth.
0: Ooh, you can get CenturyLink fiber internet here. You're set.
1: Great. How?
0: We're in ad right now. Just tap this screen to learn about speeds up to one gig. Service and speed may not be available in your area. Visit CenturyLink.com housepower to learn more. Hey, DQ fans. The two for $4 Super Snack is here to be your new snack time fuel up. Conquer the day and every crave by mixing and matching any two of your favorite snacks, like pretzel sticks and a sundae, a cheeseburger and a Coke, or fries and chicken strips. And for only four bucks, that's pure snack power. Which combo will you try first? Swing by and find snack as faction today, only at your DQ. Happy tastes good.
1: We
3: know that when you own a business, success is earned through countless hours of hard work. And with each goal reached, you have five more in the works. Because your business is unstoppable,
0: just like you. A business loan or line of credit from U.S. Bank may help your business grow with a customized approach to financing. Same-day approval and funding is available for eligible applications. Apply in less than 10 minutes at usbank.com slash fundmybusiness. Credit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association and are subject to normal credit approval and program guidelines. See a banker for details. Equal housing lender. Hey, Ken Herbeck here, and summertime in Minnesota means baseball. Weekends up north and family time. This year, enjoy the one and only Kilber old-fashioned root beer and cream soda. Pick up a six-pack or a case at your neighborhood Festival Foods grocery store. Whether it's ice cream floats for dessert or a caffeine-free, gluten-free refreshment, your kids will absolutely love. Take it from a guy who knows a little bit about legends. You're never too old to relive the fun of sharing your first Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made.
2: What's the best way to combat the
1: stress of being a student? Going to a Twins baseball game at Target Field, of course. Every Wednesday, it's Rasmussen College Student Day, where student tickets are just $5. Go to twinsbaseball.com student to get your tickets, plus a
0: free Metro Transit ride pass.